0: Hello, and welcome to this weekend's MMA Preview Show from Just Bleed Radio. Tonight, we'll be discussing the Big Bellator 300 card, which is possibly one of their final cards in the UFC fight card that's upcoming. Uh, I'm Dave. I'll be hosting along with No Special. Why don't you say hi, No Special?
1: Hello.
0: I'll be calling you Austin, by the way, just so you and the audience knows.
2: It's almost no point of having a a screen name.
0: Yeah. (laughs) And that is uh, Lem, who will be joining us also. Why don't you say hi, Lem?
3: Hello. (laughs) It's me. It's me? (laughs)
0: Isn't that a song? Hello, I don't know. All right.
1: It's me you're looking for.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that's right. That's what it is. Yes. All right, well, I'd like to start off on a serious note and kind of have like a public service announcement. Uh, There's kind of a silent killer out there. That people aren't talking about. It's been swept under the rug. So I just want to warn people quickly about the dangers of testosterone. It's a highly <laughs> addictive. God damn it. And it's a gateway drug. It'll ruin your life. <laughs> people don't talk about it. <laughs> Big pharma is out to get you.
1: Oh my god.
0: For testosterone. Kids. I'm not That's gonna lie, so she had
2: weird. us in the first half.
0: <laughs> all right so before we get into the big uh bellator 300 fight card news uh i want to start off with some quick reactions to uh, some of this big week this week's mma news uh it looks like uh, derek brunson is going to be fighting ray cooper the third and pfl coming up very soon at a weight class they don't even have 185 pounds uh and you guys familiar with ray <laughs> cooper at all i've never heard of him you know derek brunson yes. Yeah, everyone he's knows him. him. Uh, I thought he was going to PFL to join the 205 tournament, but uh, they that's just announced I his play. And it's at 185, so well,
2: that's maybe we're under doing... Right. That, that's a good thing. I mean, considering he's not a 205 or natural 205 fiver to begin with, and Ray's not a big dude to be like he's a short stocky man, like a Me. like a little hulk. You know Ray, <laughs> Ray Cooper? yes
3: okay is he good
2: um think of um a, a natural slugger uh not super tall um a little more well-rounded now than he used to be um like if you were to say uh robbie lawler make him shorter and then give him a hawaiian hairstyle
0: yeah but he had problems making weight, and he had, like, these magnificent dreadlocks, and he had to shave it off mm-hmm. to make the final last year. Oh, shit. Yep. And uh, he won, won a it. very tough matchup. And, yeah, uh,
2: he's won it before. He's won the tournament. Yeah. yeah. The 205 tournament? No, no.
0: 170. He's, oh. he was, he's kind of like a shorter Hawaiian Robbie the Lawler. and uh, Yep. He had issues making 170, but in he looks made...
3: or in fight style,
1: in fight, fight style, style and... And, yeah,
4: okay.
1: You'd actually like him. He's... him. Like, yeah, he's he'll he's be down chill. and he'll come back and just get after it. And you call him so, ruthless? I have no idea what he's calling. No, would you call
2: him
0: ruthless? Like in his fight style? Yes, I would call him ruthless. Okay. For
1: sure. <laughs> okay.
0: Yeah, so I guess I don't know what I'm expecting, but uh, Derek Brunson's a lot bigger. Uh, that was just kind of one of the things that was news this week. And then uh, it looked like Dylan Dennis actually is pulling out of his fight, and Mike Perry is going to be boxing Jake Paul. Boo. boo? <laughs> Austin? Boo. What, I want to see
2: Dennis get his face broken.
0: Boo. So you're just mad that Dennis isn't going to fight? What about the matchup, the new one? That seems like a much better fight.
2: I, you know what? I'll be honest. I I just I no longer care because I wanted to see just Dennis lose. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so you're not going to watch it or nothing? I mean, I might see the highlights, but that's about it. You got any thoughts on that, Lem? No. No.
3: It's a nonsense fight, so I don't care.
0: What? Have you watched any of the nonsense fights?
3: Yeah, I watched Nate Paul or Nate, Nate, <laughs> Nate Diaz
4: Nate yeah.
3: versus Jake Paul because I believed that was you know there was an off chance Jake could win somehow, or I mean Paul or Al ah shit, Nate Diaz could win somehow.
4: Yeah.
0: If you want to start that over, I can, add, I can, uh, no, do we, don't get anything magic. It's just,
2: we roll with it. It's fine.
0: We roll with it. Good. Make it's my just... life easy, man.
2: To roll with it.
0: <laughs> roll yeah. Roll with it. With it.
2: So fuck it. We're doing it live.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Did it sound too stupid or does it, it only no, if it's, it's funny? Fine. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Now you have to, now you have to cut out me saying it sounds stupid or you don't, you know?
0: Yeah. It's all up to you. It's all up to me. <laughs> Have you ever watched uh, any BKFC, Lem? Um,
3: mm, I don't think so.
0: Aww, I think I'm going to watch. Austin. Oh, sorry. John,
3: John Dodson KO someone mm. in a highlight.
0: So you didn't see like uh, Mike Perry versus MVP or Eddie Alvarez versus Chad Mendes?
3: No, I don't think I even knew those fights happened.
0: Oh. Oh, you should. If you're going to watch one,
2: uh, uh, Chad Mendes versus Eddie Alvarez is actually a really fun one to watch.
0: Okay. Yeah, yeah. it's violent as fuck. <laughs> yeah, so I'm 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 actually excited for the uh, Mike Perry versus Logan Paul matchup. I think uh, Logan's a much worse boxer than Jake, and uh, I- I'll actually be surprised yep. if Logan ends up showing up because, yikes. He's
2: a better he's a better athlete though, is he not?
0: But this isn't I
3: athletic. yeah, I don't think that matters. I guess I do have a thought on it, which is that Mike Perry will probably easily win because Logan is not actually training as a boxer
1: like his brother, Jake. Yeah. Does it does it matter though for this kind of contest? Uh, isn't
2: it just a boxing?
0: Yeah, this is just boxing, and like Logan's been off wrestling and shit and doing all that kind of stuff. Like, but that's what I mean, though. It's like
2: it's not bare knuckle either. Like they're gonna they're gonna let Logan do what he needs to in order to kind of survive the rounds. So if Perry Mm -hmm. is the replacement, Perry's not gonna be able to like hold on to him and throw clinch strikes like they would in BKFC. Uh, He's not gonna be able to kind of pressure him the way that he would be able to uh, plus now he has to work on counters with boxing gloves on and not just bare knuckle you know strikes I, I think it plus he's a lot bigger than uh, Perry is. he's almost as tall as uh, Luke is if I'm not mistaken he's lankier which means if he throws out a jab it's not going to be Luke pretty Thomas? It. Luke,
0: Rockhold. Luke Rockhold oh okay <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it, I, I, I should have clarified yes yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's another BKFC fight, Lam. Uh, Luke Rockhold versus uh, Mike Perry. Okay. That was pretty wild.
3: Oh, that sounds crazy. <laughs> yeah,
0: it is. It, yeah, was. It, was. it was. It was a very long.
2: <laughs> yeah.
3: Did Mike Perry win?
2: Yeah, he, did. he broke his okay. uh, tooth or something. He broke uh, Luke's tooth. Oh, and shit. Then that was it. Yeah, he's he's a model. He
3: that tooth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did he tap to
2: strikes? He basically got punched and then was like, "All right, I think I'm good cuz I can't really I don't think this is going to work out for me." He probably
0: could have continued, but he just he said no, nah, I'm good. Okay. Yeah, I think he looked at the ref or something and was like, or I don't remember kind if it was of... in the corner or not. Like if it was in between no, rounds." it was or it not. was a
2: it was a ref and doctor stoppage, I think. Like
1: he basically said no, and then the ref had Yeah, to I remember him make saying sure. like no, mass. Yeah. Hmm. Okay, so I guess
0: that's a thing that's supposed to happen. Uh, Probably doesn't deserve much more talk for now. (laughs) Fuck Dennis.
1: (laughs) So uh, let's move on to the
0: uh, Bellator 300 big card. It's uh, a pretty exciting night. It did have four uh, title fights scheduled, but uh, Ryan Bader and uh, Linton Vassal fight, I think, fell out. And then it was three, yep. and now it's two and a half title fights because Ulima Leigh McFarlane uh, missed weight. And it was actually kind of weird because she missed weight, tried again, and still missed it. And then they gave her a third attempt, and the third attempt she came in and actually weighed like a pound more. So I don't know like what the hell they were doing.
1: Oh.
0: Yeah, well, that,
2: that usually happens when you're trying to cut uh, uh, more uh, because now your body is trying to retain uh, whatever it is you lost. But so, what's it yeah.
3: retaining? Moisture from yeah. the air?
2: No, it's usually like the, it's your yeah, it's like you're trying to rehydrate a little bit just so you can sweat and then that oh, adds the extra, and now your body okay. is holding onto it a lot harder usually. Oh. I, when I wrestled, that's how it usually happened. Um, if guys had a hard time cutting if you drank a little bit you, you were trying to sweat out oh, just a little bit it didn't usually work out. <laughs> Usually, what ended up happening, it, it would retain, and then those guys would get in trouble. Uh, you would drink a lot uh, of water so that you can sweat a lot. Um, okay. Uh, the idea, yeah, is to give your body more to kind of lose. Uh, but again, she hasn't been consistent. I think in her last couple of performances, uh, even if she does have a win in, among them, uh, the this is probably not a good look for her. And if this is her retirement fight, it's not ideal. And then this is not ideal for Bellator to begin with because to have Bader who is over 40 and Linton Vassil who is over 40 uh, fighting for the heavyweight title even though that Linton is on a win streak um, I think the reason why that one got cancelled is because Linton
0: Vassil wasn't like licensed
2: to fight (laughs) if I'm not mistaken
0: I think he pulled out for undisclosed reasons or injured That was, I think one of his reasons I don't think he was licensed yeah I don't hmm. think he, yeah because you have to have a license
2: every time you fight um in the in
0: the well, state yeah. and we'll, yeah, we'll
2: get into
1: this on the card like I'm just uh, okay. announcing
0: the card right now yes uh speedy
1: right. sorry
0: <laughs> so anyways it was for uh, three title fights now it's two and a half title fights because I guess um if uh, Karmouche wins it will count as a title defense. But if McFarlane wins, it's not for the belt. So it's like two and a half title fights. And I'll yeah, also have... Yeah, uh, one goes on the winner. Yeah. Usman Nurmagomedov versus Brent Primus and uh, Chris Cyborg versus Kat Zinganu. Um, since we already talked about it a little bit, uh, we can get into Liz Carmouche versus Ulima Leigh McFarlane. Uh, two friends that are fighting Ulima Misway. Uh I'm thinking about the farm on Liz. Like, I watch interviews from these two. And Aleem is almost like, I'm going there kind of like, I don't care. Like, if I lose, if it happens, it happens. I expect her to hurt me. uh, And it sounds like they're actually really going to fight. Like, both of them say they're going to get after it. But, like, Aleem Aleemale didn't have that. She didn't, like, seem to really care. And she's talking about the after party and how she wants tacos and all that shit. uh (laughs) She's talking about like how Liz is a motivational force and is like always oh, in the one training and shit, and she's like, you know, kind of lazy about that shit. So I think it should be a pretty, like, bet the farm if you have one on Liz Carmouche she's <laughs> gonna kill her.
1: <laughs>
0: and then, and then after that, I don't know what. Like uh, Austin said, you know, Ali Malay was mentioned in her retirement, but in her, she just had an interview with uh, Shaq MMA. And she kind of walked that back, and she said she's feeling kind of good now, and she's not sure what she wants to do. But part of it depends on what happens with Bellator or not. And but she'd be open to like fighting other places. Um, do you have anything on this fight, Austin?
2: Uh, Liz found a second life as a champion and another promotion. Good for her. She wasn't that exciting in the UFC, and when she was, it was usually against lower level competition. I would say this qualifies oh. for that, but.
0: That, that brings up a good point. Uh, would you say Liz Carmouche could almost be like the Colby Covington to like Uzman? Like she was always like not the best, but pretty close. Like she decisioned oh, Valentino. Like she. No, I would mean, say I would say do you I would she say was the she... best in the division. Not, not quite. Um,
2: she was close. I would say uh, if you were going to put that label on her, it's probably closer for her to be. Um,
3: like Brunson or Cannoneers or some, not even Cannoneer. I don't know.
0: No, were you gonna I say? would say,
2: I was gonna say like Maya. Um, mm, okay, because her style is primarily grappling, she is not a good striker,
0: but she tends she... to be everyone but the champ, so she's like that mm-hmm. kind
2: of fighter. no.
3: Well, she lost to Alexis Davis and uh was was Misha Tate? That was she yeah, that wasn't a champ fight. Misha Tate. I guess she lost to Alexis Davis twice.:
2: She loses to good fighters, and her problem is is that she doesn't really have the most exciting style, which is funny because, like, she has the natural ability to grapple you and be able to beat you on the ground fairly easily if she wants to um mm. i mean she she has this ability to find submissions or just like she did in her last two title fights um be able to look for i, I although the uh the first one that she had where she took the title uh she didn't it looked a little questionable the way it, it finished game but the second time she just kind of put the hammer down and submitted her so i was like it, fine I, I you you're looking at liz having a second you know, career resurgence, and I'm pretty sure she stays on you know point with her training like she has been. Stays to the game plan. I think she can win. It's not like Lima Leigh is this you know big threat that everybody's afraid of. I, I think uh, Liz should be able to handle her. I, I don't. I don't foresee any issues in this fight for Liz. You no, know, unless well, like- Liz gets dropped. <laughs>
0: Well, Liz shouldn't get dropped. I mean, Alima is not like a good uh, striker, and she even yeah, said like these kind of big here. sisters are in the gym. Like,
1: I don't, I don't think it's a good matchup for Limale, and she's had a, kind of a mixed record lately. And I don't think it's going to be
0: close at all. But
2: no, you but you, but the funny thing is, is that one of these ladies is closer to retirement and is currently the champion. And the other one is the um, younger fighter who has considered retirement more often and had a game plan to exit fighting and now is teetering, apparently, with uh, coming back. <laughs>
1: yeah.
2: A lot of uncertainty. A lot of uncertainty.
0: <laughs> yeah. So uh, you picking Carmouche uh, to win? Yes, and by submission. probably possibly by submission. By submission. Interesting. Uh, do you have any thoughts on this matchup, Lem? No. No. All right. <laughs> I like it. Lem's Dax not into Pelotor, undercard, fighters.
2: To, <laughs> to be fair, if Stax is here, he'd uh, he'd have a lot to say.
1: But
0: <laughs> All right, so let's go on to the uh, co-main event. Uh, Chris Cyborg... Versus Kat Zingano, finally, at 145. This has been a fight that's kind of been talked about ever before. Ever since uh, Kat went to Bellator. And uh, it could have happened, but Kat said she kind of didn't want it because she thought that Cyborg had you know tested positive for PEDs 10 years ago or whatever, and she didn't trust her and all that. But after all this time, she's the only reasonable matchup, and it finally came together. I think that Cyborg should just beat the shit out of her wherever the fight goes. Um, I think Cyborg's better everywhere. She hasn't looked nearly as good as she did in the past, but she's still beating these ladies, and um, I think this will mostly take part standing in the clinch and Cyborg will get a PKO finish. It should be a fun fight if you're interested in seeing Kat Zingano get beat up for all the trashy
1: talk earlier. Uh, Austin? Well, is that you a got any... What's that? Well, do you think that's guaranteed? Yeah. Absolutely. Hmm. I don't think that's guaranteed anymore, considering...
2: That's what
0: uh, we're talking about.
2: Yes. And uh, her exit from the UFC, if I remember correctly, was a
1: toenail in the eye. Well, yes. it, was, it was Halle Berry. Was it Halle Berry? Yeah, that's why she's not in the UFC. Oh! <laughs> that was the question? <laughs> come on
4: yeah.
0: oh my
2: god that's such bullshit i hate that that you god damn
0: it dave did you get that question wrong
2: i did you just proved uh, to me that i got it
1: wrong god uh, damn
0: it yeah she turned down a fight because she was filming for the movie and then uh the cutter and then uh she got fired from the movie because she was not ufc fighter
3: Although she did also get a TKO eye injury, like Austin said. Yeah, that was was also her
0: last fight. Yeah, that was her last fight. I don't think that led to the release.
2: No, that started it, though.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, that was fucked up, though. You know, she just kind of grazed the eye or whatever. and
2: And It was an accidental eye poke with the toe. Like, it wasn't, like, on purpose. But the problem was is that, like, you can't, like... It's one of those weird injuries where you can't physically make the fighter fight if they can't physically open their eye. You know?
4: Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is
2: kind of shitty all around. But if we're talking about the fight between uh, Liz – or I'm sorry, not Liz. Ah, <laughs> Kat Zagano and, um, you know, Chris Seiborg. I'm, I'm looking at it like, Chris should win, but I don't even have faith that she can – like, just Molly Whopper. I, I think she could pull off a decision. I mean, right? <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, the whole, the whole, I was flirting with uh, doing boxing and then coming back and then siding with Bellator, even though I'm pretty much 40 now. And, like, I don't know what's going to happen. Her whole thing with Kayla, you know, the idea of, you know, she's, She's not facing top ten, you know. It's women's featherweight, so it's kind of like, you know, asinine to say that there's like top flight, you know, featherweights out there, but like it's it, they're there. It's just there's only a handful of them, and she's not facing them. You
1: know, is what it is, I guess. Well, Katzengano.
3: Zingano is whatever is um forty one though and Chris Cyborg is thirty eight. Do you do you think that like Kat Zingano will like go to decision with her? Or like you know, she's she'll older survive, than I Cyborg? Think,
2: I think she'll survive. I don't think Cyborg is the same person who wouldn't you know, kill somebody in the first round like she used to, like Dave said. She's you know, she's getting towards the end of her career. And she's
0: got a lot more fight uh, miles on that's for sure.
2: Yeah, yeah. that's the other thing, too, is that, like, she's been fighting a lot longer for
0: than uh, even Kat has, so.
1: Besides? I, yeah, I sorry.
0: Like, I don't, <laughs> like, I think she's on the downward trajectory, like, she's not washed, but she's certainly not at her peak, and hmm. she's maybe a little bit closer to the end of her career. But I think even that version of her, I mean, she's still beating the ladies pretty easily, and Kat hasn't stood out, head and shoulders above her competition in Bellator. Like, I don't know. I think this should be easy work for Cyborg.
3: She yeah. hasn't lost a fight except for
1: Amanda Nunes since um, 2005. So there's that. Yeah, and I think she's been going late, too. Like, she's been fighting past three rounds. That's
0: what I mean. Is Usually she'd put these women away. And they're not even like,
2: but she had Sinead Kavanaugh, who is this boxer from Ireland, and she had a hard time with her, I think. If I'm no, not
3: she thinking. she would her in a minute and a half.
2: And who is the who is the other Irish? Is um, there another one? There's Arlene. Arlene
3: is she Irish? She went five no, rounds. I'm
2: sorry. I'm sorry. It, it wasn't. It wasn't. Yeah. Yeah. Arlene Blanco.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah, that one. Okay. I'm sorry. I thought she was Irish. I'm sorry. No, she um yeah, she had faced that woman 3 times, had she not? Um I see at least 2.
0: I don't think that was a close fight though. I thought uh she kind of beat on. Oh her, no, not her not woman. that
2: it was competitive, it but that she's you know someone that she beat very handily the first time, then now that they faced each other the second time, she almost kind of like was kind of And I don't know if that's just because of the opponent that she already faced and was over it, but you know, yeah,
0: I think it's quite unusual for fights to end quickly the first time and for the rematch to go much longer.
2: I think it's different when you're Chris Evert now.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, she's definitely on the downward trajectory. She's not the same fighter she was, but I think she's still head and shoulders above the competition.
1: Oh no, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Do you LM, think she you have any... is she the is she the
3: goat? Do you think? Uh... You know, is that ridiculous or is it Amanda Nunes, the lady goat?
0: It's Amanda. kind of ridiculous, but she's my goat, Cyborg. Nah. Just because, uh, <laughs> like, they, I mean, I think it's almost kind of a shit take, but I pick her because of uh, what she's done in other organizations, her longevity, like she's still out there doing it. Um, she was like strike force champ, UFC champ, Bellator champ. And I mean, she's getting older, but she's still fighting. And she didn't walk away at her peak, and like I think it's it's impressive that she's still winning fights, and that says a lot. Obviously, Nunez beat her and has the. Uh, well, I mean, that Pena that Pena uh, loss didn't help as much, but.
2: No, well, she got it back very handily, and then still defended the title afterwards.
0: Yeah, no, I'm I'm confident in saying Cyborg is probably my go for female.
1: No, um, for me
0: it's, yeah,
2: it's definitely not cyborg, but go ahead, love.
3: I was gonna say also, uh, one of the people Amanda Nunes one of her five losses was Kat Zinganu and Cyborg, I think, never faced her yet, so that will be like good for her record. I guess is that why people always wanted them to fight because of that? Or they just no. wanted them to fight in general?
2: No, nah, it's because this one was like two years in the making because literally she left the UFC or got, you know, let go by the UFC. And then there was no other place for her to go but Bellator. And um, they even brought in Sarah McMahon from the UFC. And it's only at Featherweight because they don't have a women's phantom weight. And
1: Leslie's um, just looking also. For...
2: Yeah. And um, who also faced Cyborg.
1: Uh-huh.
2: That's what I mean. It's like that's that's who's fighting Cyborg, you know? we're not talking about the cream of the crop anymore and both, uh, Liz, uh, Kat Singano and, uh, Sarah McMahon both faced Rhonda and got finished relatively quickly at the heyday of women's Bantamweight. And, um, I think if, uh, Cyborg had been able to make the weight once or twice at Bantamweight and, you know, fought somebody of note at with the title or something like that, like if she had ever gotten the opportunity to actually face Rhonda and I'm pretty sure she would have beaten her. Um, like in a catch weight or something at 140, or even like at, you know, 135 or whatever, which was a long stretch for her. But you know, I don't
3: think she ever made that weight. Looking, no. are you trying to kill her,
2: her,
0: Austin? <laughs> no, no. I'm just know saying, kind of I, know, I,
2: I remember, I remember, and it was stupid that they even made her yeah. do that, and it was stupid that she chose to do that. It was, it was stupid all I around. Because, yeah, and that was the thing. It's like she's not a small person. And the fact that mm-hmm. she figured that she could try to make the way. She's like Kayla Harrison. She walks around with a lot of natural, natural, but muscle. Um, and she's she's a heavy striker for a reason. She puts people away for a reason. She doesn't just hit soft. She hits pretty goddamn hard. Um, the whole thing was stupid. But if um, if she had faced other women that... 'Cause it felt like she was just bell hopping, like Victica, she had strike forces, she had delators. Um she even tried kickboxing for a minute. She lost that fight, yeah. I guess, but you know, that's neither here nor there. It's just the fact that she was able to do other stuff, but she doesn't like by the night by the time she actually faced other people, like Gina Carano and all that stuff, it was like she was the young gun and everybody was already starting to phase out. And then she faces lower level champions all around. And then by the time she actually makes it to the UFC, they don't even know what to do with her. She doesn't even fight any of the other champions because one doesn't wait, wasn't wait, to it's, fight it's, her. it's
0: not that she finally made it to the UFC. It's that the UFC finally took enough interest to bring her in. Like she was she had well, a lot of heat on her name when she came in the UFC. She was like a big deal. Like, yeah,
2: well, doesn't that take two though? Like the UFC and her have to want to be there?
0: Well, they didn't have a weight class at all. So it's kind of like.
2: Yeah, because the first fight, the first title fight at 145 was Holly uh, Holm and Jermaine Durandamine. And that almost ended up yeah, so When
0: you say when she finally made the UFC, you make it seem like she was. Like she, oh, no, She should have been there. What I mean like to say is like she should have been the there ranks. to begin
2: with. Which she should have been there to begin with. But there's just. Yeah, not that a division. just wasn't
0: really a possibility at that time.
2: Yeah, well, there's still a hard thing to do because women's featherweight doesn't even really exist. The only two divisions that do exist are whatever they can scrounge up in Bellator. Featherweight is pretty much dead per Dumont going down to F- Bantamweight, which she's probably going to miss weight too. And then the only other division that exists Wait, 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 is wait, wait whatever... Hold on.
0: Hold on. Why, why are you saying probably going to miss weight at Bantamweight? Like, you're coming at her when she was never even signed to fight Bantamweight. She, like... Well, she did.
2: She was. <laughs>
0: One thirty-five.
2: yeah, she was signed at uh, to make one thirty-five. Missed it a couple times and then moved up, and then um, cyborg. Now, no, not cyborg. Dumont.
1: Oh, who? Norma Dumont. Dumont. That's (laughs) who. What are we talking about,
0: Norma Dumont? Like, what are we? Wait, you brought
3: her up. I thought that's who you were talking about too.
0: (laughs) I wasn't talking about Dumont. Oh my gosh. (laughs)
3: <laughs> it sounded like you were saying Norma Dumont is going to miss weight or whatever.
2: Yeah, because she's been contracted to fight at 135 now because the division is pretty much gone.
0: If so, she's moving I mean, down, that, that Dumont- means the division. I ended up Cyborg versus... Uh...
2: <laughs> Basically, I'm suggesting that this is a trash division and these people mm. are fighting for the top of that spot, which actually belongs to Larissa Pacheco.
4: Yeah.
0: So, to sum up your argument, what, what you're saying is if Cyborg beats Singano, then Math says that Cyborg is the GOAT because Singano stopped Nunez. That's right, that's what you're saying? That's Leb's, that's Leb's argument.
3: <laughs> well, it kind of mathematically already seems like Cyborg is the GOAT except for losing to Nunez. But
0: really mathematically... Say can... Wait, say that I... again? She fought silly in that fight too. Like that wasn't a typical performance. Like Nunez losing to Cat. No, uh, Cyborg losing to Nunez. I think. Oh, I think if you run that back, it's much more competitive. Agreed. But we all can't. Now. <laughs> I didn't mean to cut you off, Lem. What were you saying?
3: Um, I do not. <laughs> I think I was done, or I don't
2: remember.
0: Yeah.
2: So we agreed. Larissa Pacheco is the featherweight
0: goat. <laughs> She's not the featherweight goat. She's the pound for pound number one right now.
1: Boy, not the goat. That's a no, tomato. tomato. Fine. All right. <laughs> Any it's not other tomato tomato.
0: <laughs> Any other interesting uh, thoughts about Bellator card from either of you? Um,
2: Usman, Lamariah Madoff about to kill Brent Primus. Should be oh, yeah, we
0: went on such a tangent. I forgot about this, Austin. You got me going, and I completely forgot about the main event. My apologies. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what do you think about that
2: fight? Uh, should be fun to watch Brett Primus get, you know, handled. Although, Brett yeah. Primus is sneaky good. So, it He's should be old. competitive still. He's he old. He doesn't have a whole lot of fight miles, though.
4: Yeah. He only has
2: 15. He had fights almost once a year.
1: How many fights does he have? 15. Oh, shit, but he's like 38,
0: and he's like... Yeah. He has wins and losses, I think. Mm He has three losses.
3: Oh, he beat Michael Chandler once, and then lost him.
0: That was a fluke. uh, Michael Chandler's leg went all goofy.
3: Oh, okay.
0: Stoolgate. (laughs) <laughs> so game.
3: if that didn't happen then michael chandler easily fucks him up every time they fight most likely or
2: uh, that first fight yes but the second fight like dave said most rematches are more competitive uh that rematch was a lot more competitive than it should have been uh brent showed up and you know he got beat up a little bit but he, he showed up in that fight
3: okay it does show michael chandler got all 50 45s but i guess you're saying it wasn't like a i don't know it was a tough. Those were tough 50-45s.
1: they were earned.
0: (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, I'm really interested in this, just to see, like, anytime Usman fights, it's like an event for me. It's can't miss, and uh, I think this is another highlight performance for him. They got matched up, because I think it's the semifinals of the uh, lightweight tournament. I actually think he might be the best lightweight in the world, and... I'm really uh, excited to see what happens if Bellator gets sold. Like, I would love to see him come to the UFC. I know he would never fight Islam, but nah, I really he, he,
2: he should go over to PFL, conquer their lightweight division, because then he doesn't have to worry about competing in the same division as his uh, brethren um, that all hang around that camp together. And you know, that, Islam good can stay a lightweight.
0: But it's not well, good for me. Like, I want to see I know. Him. I, quite like I know. <laughs>
4: those dudes, you know? He
2: probably conquers the division more or less more or less. He's young enough. Yeah. And um I would just like to see him kind of get some more like notoriety before he comes into the UFC. Just cause it's yeah. like he's that good. He's he's yeah. that good. He he can literally walk in and probably get two fights and become a champion. Do you if think he comes in now? he's probably having to get a 10-fight win streak like his uh, cousin did and, you know, like could be before him.
0: I don't know. He's a Bellator champ. Like, he just beat the shit out of Benson Henderson.
2: Yeah, I think the game plan is a little different
0: than what we are. Uh, you know what I mean? I don't know. Do think- like, didn't Yuri get a title shot fairly quick? No, he had a couple fights. No, he had two, but that's a
2: different story. I think is they're literally looking off of uh, – uh, they're, I think they're looking off of a different uh, playbook to promote these guys. But go ahead, Lem. Uh, you're trying to say something.
3: Do you think his uh, record is good enough to, like, assume that he's the best in the... Or that he's possibly the best in the world?
2: No.
1: No. <laughs> okay,
3: because his record looks pretty terrible. I mean, maybe all those Russian guys are really good. Yeah. But, like, Patrikhi Pitbull and old Benson Henderson isn't... Uh, selling me?
1: <laughs> no,
2: and what it is is it's uh, it's the same thing as if you would be on the regional scene. Um, Bellator has this really great ability to feed young fighters old names and then keep them relevant. Uh, yeah. But at the same time, you're also facing a couple of randoms that are in there um, that can be competitive, but are usually like you know one sided fights and it. it the way I always looked at it was, is that there, if you're from that region of the world, and you have a very long, you know, unbeaten streak, like we saw this with um, uh, a couple of their uh, camp that have, you know, undefeated records or one in 18, uh, eighteen and one, or like you know, twenty-two and two, they're they're really good, but their records are usually with a lot of like a couple of cans here and there, and they you need that just to be able to get recognized because it's really hard to get recognized in that region of the world, because there's so many of them that are willing to kind of like, you know, kill each other. It, it's, yeah. a, it's a shark tank in that region of the world, you know? Mm-hmm. And I mean, it, it's, it's hard when you even get there and then get brought into a bigger promotion. And then you're still fighting guys who have, you know, like a Benson Henderson or even now a Brett P- uh, Primus, and they're good but they're nowhere near as good as where they were in their prime. And you're just kind of fighting them to kind of get the name and then put it on your, you know, your list. And hopefully that gives you a little bit more notoriety because a majority of the better lightweights are in other promotions or in this case, the UFC. And uh, it's, there's not a whole lot that you can kind of go to and it's okay, maybe the, you know, Bellator has maybe three or four of the best lightweights in the world. And then, you know, uh, PFL has about maybe three or two of them at best you know the rest of them were inside the ufc or in some form or another haven't been recognized yet Just how it goes
0: usually yes yeah, he he's not beaten like the best in the world but i i do put some stock in uh, benson henderson when like people don't normally truck through benson like that and uh when he fights it tends to just like he normally looks really good and something just looks almost magical about it, it kind of draws your attention and you know he's kicky, and that's kind of interesting for Nurmagomedov. And he's a good grappler. Uh, you know, he just really intrigues me, and he something looks special about him. So, I'm kind of high on him.
1: Well, no, yeah, I think everybody should be. But that that
0: actually brings up a good point. It's like he's in the this is a lightweight semifinal. Uh, you know, people were thinking maybe get to fight uh, AJ McKee in the final or someone, but. Uh, They probably might not even have a final now if uh, 301's going to be their last event. (laughs) I guess guess that's why you don't stretch these tournaments out for fucking 18
4: months.
3: Is it like heavily, I don't know, are there insiders who know that 301 is the last event? Or is it like assumed? Or what's the deal?
0: It's just kind Uh. of assumed.
1: Uh,
2: so they they've uh, PFO got a hundred million dollars uh, from a sports agency out of Saudi Saudi Arabia that is working with the government of Saudi Arabia. Um, and uh, I think it was to buy a minority share of the PFL. And then currently, there is a lot of word that Bellator is being sold for five hundred million. um. To uh, a potential buyer, and it is as of right now the only buyer that is on negotiating terms with them is the PFL. Uh, oh. I think the terms I think like Viacom
0: are wants nothing to do with them anymore.
2: Yeah, that's pretty much what it is, and there's no money coming in from their parent company, from Bellator's parent company, to basically pay for them anymore, uh, or oh. even if they they no longer want it because it doesn't make. Bellator never really made a whole lot of money. They made maybe $10 million a year in, you know, like, to gain. But they have, like, the fact that they're being bought for $500 million, I don't know what you would pay $500 million for other than their fight library and maybe existing contracts. And then TV Because yeah. They're currently signed up with CBS. They also have a deal with Showtime. And they, at one point they did have a deal with The Zone, but I think they broke that off to work with Showtime. So... They also have a couple of sites that they use that they use like religiously. Um, I know they go to the uh, they go to Ireland. They go to uh, the uh, place out in Connecticut. And uh, there's a couple of places out in San Jose and Los Angeles that they go to on a regular basis. Um, yeah, there's just there's a whole lot of moving parts in the background and nobody can say for certain. But it's pretty much like, you know, someone's in the back with the sign saying they're selling. You know, and it's pretty much not a close deal, but it's as close as you can get.
4: Okay.
0: Yeah, when I say this might be the last, or 301 might be the last event, there's a lot of speculation on my part there. Like, that's not a fact.
1: But It's close. <laughs> it's fucking yeah, close. kind of a narrative. <laughs> yeah. But... All right, so uh, with that, any other Bellator stuff that y'all can think of? Who's a champion you'd like to
2: see not go to PFL, but come to the UFC? Like, outright. <laughs> Other than Usman.
1: <laughs> Other than Usman?
0: Yeah. Hmm. Oh, uh, Yaroslav, Amoslav. Ooh. That's a good point. Yeah, I forgot about him.
1: Yeah. Him.
2: He's good. He's a lot He's a lot more aggressive now since coming back from the
1: war. He looked a lot Glad better in his past I would
2: know.
3: Why? Because he's on my my roster. Yes. <laughs> yeah,
2: Yes, you yeah. did pick him. You did pick him in our lineup. That was great. <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh, I guess I would pick, even though he just left the UFC, I would want Pettis back, <laughs> Sergio Pettis back in the UFC.
2: Oh, he hmm. left a while ago. So, I mean, it, it'd be enough time for him to be considered like a really well, you know, Sought after uh, free agent if he does not want to go to, because I don't think PFL has a bantam but if they absorb them, you know, they'll have a bantam division that's pretty yeah. much ready to go.
0: No, 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 no. We, he's got to go to 125, dude. Yeah,
3: that is, I do want him at 125, to be honest. Yeah,
1: 125. No,
2: look at how well he's doing at bantam guys. That is, no, is odd,
0: man. No,
2: look <laughs> at a vibe. He's a natural flyweight,
0: dude. You're trying to kill him. He's only he five don't have a weight.
2: He, I don't think he ever missed weight, but I don't, I don't think he liked being a, 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 a flyweight on his own.
0: What are you basing that off of? He, he
2: says, "I don't." He says, "No, I, I, I feel better as a bantamweight. I feel like I'm stronger and healthier." Um, and that was half the reason why he had poor, for, poor for performances at flyweight inside the UFC. Although he did try to go to bantamweight inside the UFC and didn't really work out for him, but that's also because he's growing into his body and he wasn't as confident as he is now. You know, the hell of winning a title in another organization kind of boosts your confidence a little bit. While well, yeah. seeing
1: your pick, so um,
0: Austin.
2: Well, he'll it's pick. my
1: pick,
3: so I'll say <laughs> I would like him to keep fighting at one thirty-five until if he loses, then I'll, I want to see him go to one twenty-five, but. But Austin is right that it's like he's doing Well so let's see how he does at 135 you know
2: Yeah just to see why not like what's it gonna hurt Him you know and when it, I mean well, I want if 1. he's 1. a champion 5, at 135 oh. I, I mean okay Maybe he'll be the champ just... champ
3: and He is the goat like I <laughs> You know
1: Yeah. Yeah oh, <laughs> exactly Yeah
3: Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> mathematically
3: his stats look pretty good although not probably not as good as demetrius johnson's but he's done pretty no, good man. at both weight classes i just like noticed that and thought it was funny to call him the goat because of the his the
2: 125 GOAT? nearly blasphemous <laughs> <laughs> Jesus
3: He's not the 125 goat. He he'd be an overall. Wait, what did I say? No, he he's the pound for pound king because he's doing pretty well at 125 and 135. Mm. But or probably 135
0: not 135
2: for military. Oh, so you're it, talking it
0: pound, pound for pound. Yeah. You're yeah. talking Sergio <laughs> number... Holy
3: shit. Maybe he is. You never know.
2: I mean, hey, it would be fun to see him fight over in the UFC again. Although, if he goes to uh, PFL, uh, it'd be interesting to see if they ever do implement, like, a whole new roster uh, lineup just to see if they can mix some stuff up, you know, get some matchups ahead. They already did a tournament for Bantamweight, you know. What are you going to do, run another tournament for Bantamweight?
4: (laughs) Yeah.
3: Does PFL have a 125?
2: No, Mm.
0: they only have a 145.
3: Oh, okay,
2: yeah, it cuts like off on 145, 145,
0: 155, okay. 170, 205,
2: and heavyweight. heavyweight and heavyweight, uh, women's, um, women's featherweight. It, it used to be women's lightweight, but since Kayla has a fight, all the girls basically agreed
1: to be 145ers, <laughs> yeah. Which is pretty cool that Larissa can make
0: that weight and still beat up on people.
2: Yeah, she, she, when she, came, she came into the UFC as a man in weight. Mm-hmm. She was a lot smaller then. Well, I mean, she was also young, too, so.
4: Yeah.
0: But, but she had kind of like a whole different... She was thinner, but... Oh,
2: yeah. Well, now she's a, she's a fucking killer now, so good for her. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, I didn't give mine um taking uh i would like johnny eblin to come to the ufc
1: <laughs> good call we
2: would like him to come into the ufc not fight at welterweight against leon edwards like he's trying to do which is stupid <laughs> just, yeah. just get just get in the middleweight division start fighting a bunch of guys and we'll see you in the top like you know like michael chandler says like we'll
1: see you at the top
2: you know but i i would like to see that man inside the ufc he's a good
0: fighter so uh, no love for Ryan Bader. No, he's forty. You he can get the fire. I yeah. would
3: have I was just looking because I was scrolling down the list, so I got to Sergio Pettis first, but I'd be interested in Nemkov and Bader, you know, if we got to pick extra champions.
2: Hmm. But it's Bader though.
3: Yeah, but why not see how good he is all these
2: years later, you know? Did you remember the heavyweight tournament? I mean it wasn't – I mean, all he did was wrestle people. Oh, <laughs> well, he did He did dink um, – <laughs> he did dink Fedor and killed him, and then he dinked uh, – oh, who was it? Um, Muhammad Lal. Yeah, he dinked him too, and he died. I mean, he wrestled – I just don't – if he struggled at light heavyweight inside the UFC, you know, granted, it was against Rumble Johnson. You know, that's not easy to do either. And then he got three wins, left the UFC, became a champion almost immediately um, inside of Bellator. And then became a heavyweight champion nearly as easily. It, 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 actually, he was. it was an easier ride for him to become a heavyweight champion inside of Bellator than it was become a
0: light heavyweight champion. It says a lot. Right. <laughs> I really like the idea of bringing Bader back, now that I think about it. Because, oh my like, god, no! <laughs> in the UFC, was he ever in a terrible fight? Uh, the Rumble Johnson fight, yes. No, that wasn't terrible. That was hilarious, dude. <laughs> he literally dove across the cage, At his it. ankle, and he always like wins he... or loses like spectacularly. Like, uh, yeah, it was just Glover dumb. Didn't. It was like, so knocked stupid. Him out. Didn't he get guillotined? Oh, he was, by he, was terrible? he was
2: hurting Glover. He was hurting Glover to be fair, and then got too excited and got dinked in the face, and then got deaded.
0: He yeah, guillotined so
2: or
3: guillotined someone who was maybe terrible, Vladimir Matyushenko. He guillotined him, though.
2: Mm. Oh my god, the janitor.
3: <laughs> oh, actually, no, he got Oh, he got guillotined by Tito and also John Jones.
2: See that
1: well, Tito one, The Tito one, one was fucking hilarious when it happened. Yeah, was it just, was, like, <laughs> like, where was she going to get that kind
0: of entertainment? Like, Ryan Bader, man. It was Come before with went
2: Bellator, too, if I remember correctly. Like, he literally <gasps> was coming out with the Mexican flag and the American flag, and everyone was, like, shouting Tito, Tito, because he was on, like, a seven or eight, like, six-fight losing streak at that time. And <laughs> he goes into the cage, and it's the main event, I think. I, I found out it wasn't the main event. I can't remember. But he, he basically goes in, and it's like a quick little, like, shovel hook, I think. It's like a quick little hook, and he just poops him, and then Ryan Bader goes, oh, shit, Tito jumps on him and fucking like gets a guillotine on him, and he does the body bag thing where he's dragging the thing, and he's just like, "Ah!" And we're like, "Oh my god, Tito got to win!"
4: Yeah,
2: <laughs> for him,
3: he did it. Yeah, he, he must have had at least one boring fight in the UFC because he fought Phil Davis.
0: That was terrible. Yes, <laughs> they were terrible in Bellator too. I think they fought there a couple times. They did, yeah, oh. <laughs> they did.
1: Yeah, yeah. Both lost to Rumble Johnson
0: yeah rest in peace rumble oh
1: i might be he might not have fought phil
3: davis in the ufc his his record is really long so i got lost in it i think
2: that was the oh uh Bellator Ryan one. Bader? no no he, he fought him in the ufc he, he fought, fought phil the, davis
3: uh, in the ufc oh yeah he did both were split decision wins by the way that's
2: funny yeah they were not they were not exciting fights <laughs> <laughs>
1: All right, so those are our uh,
0: Bellator champions coming over, plus Ryan Bader, because Austin wants them on his team so bad. I did no, No, no. No? No. All right, so let's go on know. to the uh, UFC card <laughs> coming up. Uh, Grant Dawson versus Bobby Green's, the main event. Joe Piper. Fuck that dude. Uh, it's fighting Abdul uh, Razak al That's the co-main event. And then... You know the card. So, uh,
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot I of things down the list. Card, but I mean, you know, what do you got, Austin? Thoughts on the card? What do you want to talk about? I'd put some money on uh,
2: some Abdul Razak Al Hassan because he's a plus 310 on ESPN. Joe Pfeiffer is a minus 40. If you had like 10 bucks to throw on somebody, that'd be one to do it.
0: Well, you're going to lose that money.
2: I mean, probably, but you know, it's not like you're putting $200 on him.
0: Yeah, I think this is a uh, welterweight, though. That's uh, oh, middleweight. Yeah, but he's a welterweight coming up that like wasn't very good. No,
2: and, he uh, he was he was a good welterweight, and then um, had a lot of. Well, legal I see. I happen. see a lot more
0: red than green.
2: He was he was decent, and then moved up, and then uh, <laughs> he was
1: gone for two years. Yeah. And then, I know, I it,
0: a, a, like I feel like this is a showcase fight for Joe Piper and there. Oh uh, no,
2: agree. Yep, it is. That's yeah, he's
0: I'm trying to give him a layoff, I think.
2: Yeah, Piper is not meant to lose this one.
0: <laughs> yeah,
2: that's why. That's why I'm saying, put some. If you if you believe in uh, upsets,
1: that'd be one to do it. I don't believe in this upset. Oh God. Yeah that's the one fight you're looking for? Like, uh, anything else in the card? I mean, other than the main event,
2: honestly, I was looking at um, uh, Morono and Buckley. That's an interesting one at welterweight. Why
0: is it interesting?
2: Mainly because Joaquin pretty much did the opposite of what Razak Al-Shan had uh, had done. Um, He was a middleweight who didn't like cutting weight, and he was shorter than pretty much every other middleweight Uh, Not beating really good middleweights to begin with. So now that he's fighting at 170, he's got one win in his last fight. Uh, It was against uh, that was the one where he did that screech. I don't know if you remember that.
0: Yeah. (laughs) No. Oh my god. (laughs) What what was the screech, Austin? Can you replicate it for us?
2: I don't know if I could do it, but it was like
0: something like.
4: <laughs> <laughs> oh I think I do remember hit. that. <laughs>
2: yeah. Like he literally just cl- he knocked Yeah, it was out, like uh... a
3: scream. That was that was yeah. great.
2: <laughs> it was super yeah, super ridiculous. Like he literally knocked out and it was a uh, uh Andre Fiallo, if I'm not mistaken. Yes. He not he beat him and then literally climbed the cage and he was like ah it's like he fucking <laughs> let out that screech and I'm like It's like right, a short baby, screech too. Yeah. And they caught it on camera and no one said anything. They just know. I'm like, are we just not going to fucking address this? Like my son <laughs> oh, walks into the room as he's screeching and he's like, did that grown man just screech?
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes, he did.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: He's a good fighter. <laughs> uh, How do
4: you think
0: that fight's going
2: to go? Moreno um, should take a decision if he doesn't get knocked out.
0: Interesting.
2: Do you think there's. I feel like the odds of him getting knocked
3: out are pretty low because I don't know if Buckley is that good or has enough cardio.
2: At this (laughs) week, he seems to have the cardio, but not Mm. the. uh, He seems to be the same kind of fighter just coming down. So Mm. it's. He's just not as active. Like if you remember that Philo fight, he seemed to be kind of willing to trade, but wasn't as aggressive as he usually was until he hurt Fialo and then kind of put it on the gas. So I would say. Morono is the better, more tactical fighter. He's not very, like, good, um, like, uh, with power. He's got minimal, you know, skills as far as, like, being able to finish somebody really quick. But at the same time, he's got enough, like, you know, experience against decent competition. I could, I'm not going to put it past him that he could get a decision. I mean, hell, he was winning um, against uh, uh, Santiago Panzanibio. Until he he pretty much got finished, <laughs> and that came suddenly, you know.
1: Yeah. But,
2: um, I Santiago is a lot older though, so Buckley has the ability to win the fight by finish, but he's not going to win if it goes to decision because that's not how he wins.
1: Yeah.
0: You think uh, Morono is pretty defensively sound? He's decent. He's not the best defensive fighter because being
2: defensive in MMA is one of those things where it's like it's a unicorn.
0: (laughs) Doesn't he have like a really stupid stance that's kind of unique?
2: Yeah. He's, that's what I mean. He's not like a natural, like fit at welterweight. He doesn't look like a welterweight. He just kind of looks like he showed up and they kind of put gloves on him and said, go luck. You know, he was a fan who kind of like lost his way to the ring.
4: (laughs) He just
0: watches a lot of Luke Thomas. We can fight oh no, he he
2: yeah. <laughs> he's, he's definitely an MK guy. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> what about uh, Piper versus uh, Abdul Razak al Hassan? I don't
4: awesome. know
3: those fighters enough. I was just looking into it and seeing that Al Hassan had lost to Buckley two fights ago, but that was at middleweight. Um
2: wrestling heavy s- fight that was.
3: Oh okay. Did Buckley wrestle?
2: yeah buckley mm. chose not to stand because he was not willing to engage in the stand-up with uh, al hassan because he is a very heavy-handed fighter um and mm. uh neither neither of them looked impressive but like you know one of those things i guess it just it didn't matter
3: that's interesting do you think buckley could wrestle morono
2: he hasn't shown that he likes to do it um I think it's one of those things, if he feels afraid of your power, he's willing to do it.
1: If he's
2: not, like, Morono's not a heavy-handed guy to begin with, he probably won't pull it out unless he absolutely has to, and even then, it's usually a rarity that he does it.
0: Okay. I think Buckley's very physical compared to Morono. Like, I think if he did go to that well, he might be all the muscle on his own. But... uh, What's that?
2: He didn't do it against Philo. He's more willing to stand.
0: Well, Philo, Are he's he? he's he's muscular.
1: Yeah.
0: I mean, I think Philo is a lot more Oops, uh, physical than Morano. <laughs> yes, that's true. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Like physicality.
2: Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah.
0: That's a fair point. So, Lem, you're not very familiar with uh, Joe Piper. No. What if it? I say, what if I say Joe Pfeiffer?
4: <laughs> oh my yes. gosh.
3: I do think it's weird that his name is not Pfeiffer, which I think was a Jack
0: Slack thing. And I was like, yeah, that is weird. Well, yeah, I thought it was Pfeiffer until I saw that tweet. I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah, I
3: think I had the same thought. I was like, oh my God, it's Pfeiffer. What?
1: <laughs> what That's is my- this? Yeah.
3: Yeah. I think that's my only memory of him. I think I must have watched him, you know, his last fight, but I don't remember it.
0: Yeah, I think he's normally uh, it's He can't miss TV normally. Oh, okay. Yeah, so. he knocked
1: out Gerald Merschart in his last fight. Yeah. I think. Yes. Yes.
2: Uh... Hm. Oh. Funny, funny thing. He, uh, I think that came up recently. Joe uh, Pyfer recently said that he wasn't fighting any ranked middleweights until he gets a new contract.
1: Oh, the Sean O'Malley him. approach. Oh. yeah, good for him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. <laughs> he's like, I'm not
2: fighting hey. these ranked dudes unless you pay me yeah. more. Yeah,
0: yeah that's good what Sean that said, and it worked out. I mean, he's not Sean O'Malley, but he's got some hype behind him. He's continuing.
2: Well, that was the thing, Dana. Dana was, like, all about Joe Pfeiffer for a good minute, right? Like, be like Joe
0: Pfeiffer, you know? Yeah, he was like <laughs> running out of my house for a year or some shit like that.
2: That's what I'm saying, yeah. He was, like, legit, like, go Joe Pfeiffer. Be like Joe Pfeiffer.
1: Yeah. Joe Pfeiffer. <laughs> but, All right, um, so we might as well just yeah. go down
0: the card here. Uh, yeah. But- did you have something,
2: Austin? I... Uh, the other one, uh, I was going to say, uh, Drew Dover, Ricky Glenn. Um, yeah. Interesting fight. I don't know who's going to win, but I'm hoping Drew Dover does. I don't know. I like that dude. Dude's fun.
1: Hell of a chin. <laughs> yeah. Uh, do you know much about Rick Glenn? Former World Series
0: of Fighting Champion. Yeah. Formerly Ricky Glenn, I liked him a lot better when he was Ricky Glenn, and he had Is that. he Rick
3: Glenn now? I was going to ask. I think it still yeah, says it's Rick, Rick Glenn, Glenn on now. ESPN. Okay.
0: He said that he never liked Ricky, and it was like his manager's idea, and he wants to be Rick. Like
1: oh. Rick yeah, I can and that's
0: Rick. I kind of fell off the uh, Rick, Rick Glenn train. When <laughs> that happened. You know what? Yeah, I
1: pretty that's... Solid,
0: though. He's a good fighter. But um, I think he's a former featherweight. Does that sound right, Austin? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: Um, yeah. Yeah. That's um. I was like looking. I was looking at this fight, and I'm. I was trying to figure out why everyone is so confident that Drew Dober will win. I kind of see it because Drew Dober has better names on his record. But like when you watch them fight, I'm like, I kind of think Ricky Glenn could win. And then they also. Like they've both kind of KO'd, you know. I'm pretty sure Drew Dober has KO'd taller guys before and maybe probably lost to taller guys. And then Ricky Glenn has both been KO'd and KO'd guys who are kind of Drew Dober's build. Um, And I think Ricky Glenn seems pretty good, but I think maybe it's just that he's kind of more of a featherweight and that's why people are expecting Drew Dober to win. I was kind of curious. What you guys thought about that too? That that was my thoughts on that fight.
0: I'm mostly uh, expecting Drew Dober to win because of again the physicality thing. I think the size difference is going to be too much. Like Drew Dober is jacked, and he's got that fight ending power, and I think he can catch Ricky and uh, TKO him. Like even late in the fight, Drew Dober's got that fight ending power, and so I don't think Rick will be able to stop him. Just size difference, mostly. Ricky might actually be a little bit more skilled with his hands, but I don't see it going his way. What do you think, Austin?
2: Uh, well, the funny thing, if you guys remember, the uh, two gentlemen that we are talking about have both fought. Let's say Drew Dobber beat Bobby Green, and Ricky Glenn has a – was it a draw against Grant Dawson? Yes. Yeah. And I thought he almost hmm. finished him. I, I think he should have finished him because uh, he couldn't stand up at the end of the fight. And uh, either way, uh, oh wait, Grant Dawson, like, wait, Grant Dawson really couldn't. Who couldn't stand up? Yeah, Grant Dawson. Oh, Mike okay. Got almost got a guillotine on him or some shit, and uh, and he basically the bell sounds, and because um, Dawson was basically wrestling into death, and then uh, not even applying a bunch of damage. A little bit here and there, a bit of powder punches, but, like, Ricky Glenn literally has a guillotine on him in the third and was kicking his ass, like, literally beating the shit out of him, and then nearly gets a submission, and then stands up, points at him, says, he's not standing, he's not standing, he's not standing. And then the ref's kind of like, uh, it's over. I don't know if I could call that. Ended up being a draw because of that. So. Oh. Oops, he donated him in that round. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That
0: is very
4: that is-
2: interesting. Yeah, whereas Jube Jobber knocked out Bobby Green.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I think Bobby was th- actually winning most of that fight though, wasn't he?
2: Oh no, he was tagging Jube Jobber. <laughs> he was he was lighting him up on the feet oh, and then right. got dinked in the head and that was it. Yeah.
1: Hmm. The the two comparison fights I was looking
3: at for Ricky Glenn where he did just get KO'd by the way they both just got KO'd like about five months ago um Ricky Glenn just got KO'd by Christos Yagos, who is also like kind of a jacked guy um and then he but he also KO'd Joaquin Silva who I think is also a a pretty jacked guy he's like 5'8 and a lightweight although I think that guy is a lot worse than like other competition they've faced, if I remember Joaquin Silva right. Um, so it feels like Ricky Glenn could, like could end up KOing Drew Dober, but also he could just get KO'd by Drew Dober. That's it really feels like that's where this fight is going. Someone's
1: getting KO'd, I think.
2: Oh yeah. That feels like it's a given in this one.
0: It'll
1: be fun though. It'll be a fun fight.
0: Yeah. Going by uh Lem's metrics, I think I'm gonna have to lean towards the Jack guy still. Um,
2: <laughs> I think I think yeah, it's gonna be close, but it's no. gonna be very violent and uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna side with Glenn, but uh, I'll oh, be, so I'll be in Glenn. Contrarian. I'll be the contrarian. I think it's gonna be Glenn. Just because I'm in math.
4: Yeah. <laughs>
1: Yeah, that Dawson fight it really, like, sways me, too. Yeah, but I it's like, hard to say. I might have to watch that
0: one before the fight's tomorrow. I, like, vaguely remember that. Yeah. Hmm. All right, so we might as well get on to this featherweight fight. Uh, Alex Hernandez is doing things at 145 now, and he's fighting Bill Algio. Um,
1: Yee.
0: Yee? Yeah,
2: I don't like this fight for Hernandez. <laughs> you like this fight for Hernandez? I don't. I do not. Oh,
0: mm. why is that?
1: Well, would you? I mean, he got knocked out by. um Oh, God damn it! What was his name? Um. Oh God, why can't I remember his name? The uh, the
2: lamb. Do you have his record on hand?
1: Uh, Billy Quarantillo. Yeah,
2: thank you, yeah. yes. Yeah. Yes. I was like, it's not Billy, right? No, it is Billy, of course. Why not?
3: <laughs> yeah, I was getting confused looking at because I was comparing Bill Algio to Billy Quarantillo and going, hmm. And then I was getting confused about who he's fighting.
2: Yeah, no, that one it's 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 interesting to me because it's like one is kind of a brawler, you know, well rounded, but not the best at anything. And this one is kind of like he's a little bit more of a kickboxer. You know, who's got a little bit of jiu-jitsu skill? Which uh, one's you know, the brawler Hernandez. and
3: which one's the kickboxer?
2: You're, you're. If you're talking about the Billy's, Billy Cornillo is your brawler, He's well-rounded, but your uh, Bill Bill Algio is your kickboxer with jiu-jitsu ability. Um, Hernandez is neither of those. He's a wrestler who can kind of throw kicks and kind of throw a, a right hand and not much else.
4: <laughs> he
0: is coming off of a good win. Against? Jim Miller.
2: I I don't count that as no.
0: (laughs) You don't count Jim Miller as a good win? I don't think it means the same as it used to. It doesn't mean the same as it used to, no. But, I mean, it's a solid win.
2: If you're you're just talking, it's like, to me, it's like Umar getting a win over Benson.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's a good analogy.
2: And plus, that was at lightweight, right? What is he doing back at featherweight?
1: Oh,
0: he's just going, you know, doing his thing.
1: So stupid!
2: Just fucking be a lightweight. Don't don't go back and forth. Just pick up weight class, because then you're gonna cause more damage to your goddamn kidneys.
1: Is it short <laughs> I notice or something?
2: I probably, and it probably would have benefited him to take another short notice lightweight fight. You know? Yeah. But no, let's go ahead and do a more drastic weight cut because. This is the guy who said, my dick doesn't work after cutting
0: weight. <laughs> <laughs> he said
2: that. Oh, God. Yeah, so I'm like, yeah, that, that's great. Let's just do more damage to you while you're at it. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, I think it's interesting. Uh, Bill Elgio, he's kind of, he's a little bit older, 34, you know, wins and losses, but he's looked pretty solid. I'm not sure how it's going to go. I'm kind of leaning Hernandez for some reason, but. Mm. You got anything, Lem, on these guys?
1: Yeah, I'm uh, changing
3: what I w- was thinking, like, as you guys just talked this out. I remember, because I knew there was a fight where someone cut to featherweight and they looked terrible. And that, w- <laughs> that was Alexander Hernandez. And it was like, ooh, he should not not be a featherweight. Unless it's like Billy Corantillo is so good and Hernandez, I don't know, maybe I elevated him higher than he was. But... I just remember thinking he looked really bad at featherweight, and so I might actually pick Bill Algio. I also think Bill Algio is probably pretty good. His, like, striking. I don't know. His striking doesn't look very good, but you were saying he's a BJJ guy. Does he have any wrestling? I think I was thinking about this before the fight, but I didn't figure out. I don't know, remember if Bill Algio can wrestle or not. So that would change the outcome of the fight i think
2: i i don't remember him being a wrestler per se i remember him being a, a counter wrestler and uh using uh if i remember correctly not it, it, i don't think the uh fight that he had had a lot of um um too much stand-up if i'm not mistaken but he he um he was able to handle handle himself on the ground that i do remember I mean, Alexander doesn't really have um, a Jiu Jitsu based game. He has like a more of a pure standard. I tackle you and hopefully you go down with me.
1: Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh,
3: yeah. <laughs> I feel like I lean Hernandez, but I also just feel like he looked really terrible at featherweight and that. I don't know. But I maybe like Bill Algio's skill set doesn't work out to like take advantage of Hernandez looking terrible. So maybe Hernandez still gets it done, even if he looks terrible.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I'm kind of like changing my pick now to LGO because I triggered some memories when you talked about him. Uh, His fight at 145. like now that I think about it, I think remember seeing him at that fight and kind of cringing and also thinking it wasn't the right weight class for him. And if this is his first fight back there since uh, Jim Miller, I think uh, Algeo just might beat him
1: up and he'll be drained and not be able to absorb much shots and stuff down there. So. Yeah. That's where I'm at. All right. So that's the main card. So we might as well touch on this. uh,
0: prelim card a little bit. Uh, Felipe Lenz versus Ian Kudalaba is kind of fun. Uh, I like the way Ian fights. <laughs> win or lose, he's always... You know, I'm
2: kind worried. Goddamn a bit, orc. He's be. a goddamn orc. That's it. He's an orc. He's going <laughs> to go in and he's going to get murdered or he's going to murder.
0: Well, he was like wearing a suit and he was all proper this week. Like Maybe he's changing the game. I Ooh. hope not. No, That is a lie. We know this. <laughs>
3: I want him to be just an an angry suit-wearing
1: orc, because that's pretty funny, too. Yeah. Mm.
0: So, any thoughts about the fight itself, or are we just hoping to see uh, angry suit orc uh, Ian win or lose in spectacular fashion?
3: I do have um, thoughts on
2: this fight. Do you have thoughts,
3: No, or Austin? Sorry.
2: Oh, yeah, I'll go first real quick. Uh, so, either Lance is going to actually show up and be a decent counter-striker, and not be, you know, underwhelming. I mean, he's going to play a perfect uh, game, like you know, Matador more or less. Or Laba kind of actually bulldozes through him like he did his last opponent, who was also a former featherweight or former heavyweight, if I'm not mistaken.
1: Yes. Yeah, Tanner Bozer. Yes, the Canadian. Yeah, that's yes. my guy. Uh, <laughs> yeah, get Tanner, out of this. Yeah.
2: I, I wasn't going to talk trash about him. Okay.
3: <laughs> I'll be bringing Tanner into this if you're. Oh.
2: <laughs>
1: if, that was if it. That was all. That all, was all your thoughts. I'm good.
3: <laughs> yeah. All right. I think this is my lock of the week. I don't know if I'll ever have a lock of the week again, but this week I do. I'm pretty sure. That Ian Co- Kutalaba is going to KO Felipe Linz, possibly with an overhand <laughs> right <laughs> via MMA math. Because I originally was thinking, Felipe L- Linz looks pretty good. Oh, there is, an, um, there is one caveat to this. Um, I'll get into that in a sec. But Felipe Linz looked pretty good at light heavyweight. And I was like, oh, I think he's probably just going to beat Ian Kutalaba because he can like... I don't know, wrestle and strike. Um but then I looked at the Tanner Boser versus Ian Kutalaba fight, and Tanner Bosa Tanner Boser gets knocked out by an overhand right by Ian Kutalaba. Um and then I also I forget what the other fight I looked at was. I think Felipe Linz Oh, no, I'm actually, yeah, sorry, Felipe Lins also got knocked out by uh, Tanner Boser by an overhand right. I might, I hope I said said this right, but uh, yeah, Ian Kudalaba knocks out Tanner Boser at light heavyweight, the same way that Tanner Boser knocked out Felipe Lins at heavyweight. And I thought Lins and Boser kind of looked, you know, reasonable together. Um, at heavyweight, but at light heavyweight, I thought Tanner Boser looks um, like really slow. So I'm thinking that Felipe Linz might end up looking really slow next to Kutalaba and Kutalaba might just like do the same thing that he did to Tanner Boser. And the, the exception that I was saying is going to be, it's possible that Felipe Linz is Like, since he actually was kind of bigger at heavyweight, unlike Tanner Boser, um, he lost weight. So he might be faster because of losing weight. But if not, I think he's probably going to lose.
0: So Tanner Boser beat Felipe Lenz with the overhand right. And Ian beat Tanner Boser with the same, like similar overhand right. Yeah. All right. So for my pick, I think I'm gonna go with uh, Fleet Ailings by Overhand Right because was <laughs> the most MMA shit ever to happen. So that <laughs> yeah, that... be my lock of the week.
3: <laughs> You're gonna go with the right opposite lock of the week as me. Yeah. 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 <laughs> that, yeah. Counter. Counter locks. That would be very funny because yeah, there is also because you know it's like, you know. Felipe might have learned from it and been like, "Oh, I'm gonna do an overhand right now," kind of thing.
4: Yeah. So that
1: that is a fun that's a fun pick. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, did you give your thoughts on this, Austin?
1: I did um,
2: pretty much. I right, probably... I'll just
0: cut the shit out.
1: <laughs> I don't I remember. It gave it pick,
2: I was gonna <laughs> give a oh. pick
1: though. So um, right. Dave's, in a, okay.
3: Dave's in a blackout state at the moment. Know, I've got a lot of pans
2: true. in the fire right now. Okay, like I got, I got Linz probably by decision, and it's, I'm gonna say it's a boring decision at that.
1: Mm. Has Ian I, been in a boring fight? No. The mm. so Linz <laughs> has probably. Yeah. I did neglect right. yeah. his. But I think he can
3: actually wrestle, and I neglected that possibility in my whole theorizing MMA math thing. So, yeah, maybe he just wrestles <laughs> in Lava. That is a good point.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's so fair. That's fair.
0: All right. So, I guess we'll move down to uh, Carolina Kowalkewicz versus uh, Diana Belbita. Um, I know Carolina was talking retirement. I think she's got a little streak going now. I think... 3 uh, win streak. Yeah. This this is uh, kind of a winnable fight for her, I think. Uh, what do you guys think? Anyone got something on this? I'll,
2: I'll go first. Uh, Carolina by split decision. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's it. Yeah. That's, that's the take I got. That's it.
0: <laughs> yeah.
2: And I hope she wins because she deserves it. And I hope that even if she doesn't get a title shot that she goes out on a win i don't know if she's going to continue fighting after this i would love for her to like be able to go off and retire off of a win i would like for her just to retire period on a Mm -hmm. solid win even if it's a close fight and she loses at least it's a moral victory like they're technically the same record but we they're 10 years apart you know yeah i I would like for Carolina not to necessarily, you know, call it like end her career on this fight, but like, you know, I don't think she needs to go for another title. I'd rather her just be like, she got a solid win. Let's just, you
1: know, maybe see what happens next, I guess. I like it. What about you, Lem? Um, I used up all my brain
3: power on other fights, so I kind of phoned it in for the for the female fights. I was like female fights, oh no. And I think I MMA mathed. I used MMA math to determine that Carolina would win, but I didn't look at their fight styles at all or anything like that. So, you know, it's not a very <laughs> well thought out
0: pick. I think that's what I did too. I think it's standard. <laughs>
2: I think, we'll
0: be, like, I, think we'll, I think we'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't care about the rest of this undercard at all, but um, I'll give you all um, a uh, opportunity to speak on uh, the rest of the undercard. You got one, Lem? Lem? E-
3: yes, there were two other fights that I was pondering. Um, The Nate Manez fight, Nate Manez versus Mateus Mendonca, I think. Um, yeah. I'm I'm already, like, forgetting who these... Oh, I think Mateus Mendonca is, like, a Brazilian, like, contender series guy, and he just had one UFC loss since the contender series he lost to, I think, like, J- Javid Basharat, or how however you say it, which I think is a reasonable loss, because he looks... Javid looks good. Um, yeah. but I'm never very convinced... By like a brand new UFC fighter. And like Nate. I think Nate Maynez. I don't know if you. I feel like you'd call him a veteran. He's like 32. I guess not not that much of a veteran. He's had like five UFC fights. But I just kind of. am not convinced that this contender series guy. Can beat Maynez. Even though he kind of looks good. But it seems like. I don't know. I'm pretty sure the odds were pretty skewed. Um, yeah, Mateus has pretty decent odds minus 2 2-2-1, two, but I'm just like not that convinced that he is going to win. Uh, I guess that's all my thoughts on that fight, but yeah, that's what I was thinking.
1: Let me yeah, jump on t- that t- one, too, real quick.
2: Manus was fighting at Bantamweight and. Did he not w- have like a win against a uh, a guy who just recently fought? Um John uh, a Canadian?
3: Oh yeah, Johnny Or, or wait, uh, there was Johnny Munoz Jr who is also on this card, although maybe you're thinking of someone else. He beat, Sanders, Gravely? he beat Tony Gravelly? He beat Tony Gravelly at Bantamweight?
2: Was that okay. it?
1: I think so, yeah. Um, okay. Uh, he
2: he he can he can fight at bantam weight. He's not a, yeah. the most technical guy, but like why is he at flyweight? And he's a five ten fucking flyweight. What are you doing, my
0: dude?
2: Oh <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <He> lost <laughs> to Umar what are you and doing? went
0: down. It's like he, losing to Umar doesn't mean you should move down Yeah. Away.
3: And then but then also I don't know if he should move up in weight because he lost to Tagir Ulan Bekov, which I don't really think that's a bad loss either. I feel like that guy's pretty good. I think those yeah. are just
2: bad matchups. Like, for yeah. him ideally, like I, I think so. Well, because it's weird. Because he's like five ten at at bantamweight. He looked like a pretty decent fighter. he was a little taller than most of the guys, but like he was he was competitive. Like, he
1: was, yeah.
2: Even if like the weird the weirdness is like he didn't even look competitive in his last flyweight bout right against uh uh Dim- what was his name uh, Tagir, Tagir Bekov. Thank you, yeah. That, that that looked like a non-competitive fight, and I don't yeah. even know if that's just because the guy he was fighting was that good, or if it was because he was completely drained. And he looked fucking drained, mm. like, in that way cut.
3: Okay. Yeah, so it's hard to say. Because I was thinking it's, they're both, like, kind of Russian. I guess I don't remember the fights that well, but I'm assuming he probably lost to some grappling in both of those fights. Like, I assume yeah. Umar grappled Kumar.
2: him. Yep. So it's like he lost to
3: two Russian grapple guys, but I don't necessarily think that means he's going to lose, you know, to other people. I think he might, you know, beat this this guy to go to light to go to flyweight. Yeah. Yeah. Now that you, now that you bring that up, I think probably he probably should just stay at Bantam. Like he, it's probably going to turn out that Umar is like champ or championship level. And then that loss is gonna, like, he's gonna think he made a huge decision based on losing to a really good guy when he didn't
1: have to. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah, and also like, uh, Umar brings like a grappling-heavy
0: game, but I think he's really kicky too, with like decent striking for out of that region. Yes.
1: Yeah, he's he's a decent striker. So. And he's a southpaw. Sorry. Mm. Oh, you're good
3: which maybe like could have thrown uh, Nate off, you know? Like, just a yeah. combo of factors.
0: Yeah, it's like he kind of yeah, sold like me I'll... on him, on uh, Nate, yeah. but then he, like, he sold me he on him. He shouldn't be at opposite. this weight class. He sold me He'd on have... him with the weight cut. He should... like...
2: Yep, yep. I think all of that is going to play against him. If he doesn't show up in this fight, he should just go back up the band weight. I would like for him yeah. to win.
0: But
1: again, I
4: don't know how he's
0: gonna look out there. Hmm. All right. And do you have another fight you wanted to, or another fight on the undercard you want to talk about? Um. The
1: yeah,
3: but I barely remember what I was thinking. I think I didn't look too much into it. But Aori Keylang versus Johnny Munoz Jr., which I think was another one where the odds were. Actually no, they're pretty close odds. Um I probably don't have oh yeah, okay, I sorry, I'm remembering this. Um yeah, Aori Keelang got KO'd by Eamon Zahabi recently. Um I think I'm kind of going by in the Discord. I don't know if we want to reference the Discord, but that I think a lot of people picked Aori Keeling. Um but I didn't know why they didn't pick Johnny Munoz because it's like really close odds. Um, and then I kind of was thinking maybe Johnny Munoz has lost to this Daniel Santos guy who I kind of think might be brothers to that Santos who, um, shoot, who just lost to Manel Cop. I don't know. He looks a lot like him, but he's on in the like Charles Oliveira camp.
1: Yeah. Sure um,
3: yeah, 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 yeah. sorry. Um. Yeah, I don't know. It's like, both of them, their records look sketchy, and it's very hard to judge. But, I don't, yeah, I don't know. I guess I don't have any detailed thoughts on that. I just found this, like, a very hard fight to pick.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it is tough. I'm thinking I'm leaning towards Santos just because...
0: Uh, or, hold, you mean yeah. Johnny
3: Munoz? Sorry, Johnny Munoz Jr. I probably threw you off because he just fought that Daniel. He just lost to that Daniel Santos. But I was thinking oh, damn hy- hypothetically, that might be a <laughs> not a, a terrible loss because I'm thinking hypothetically that Daniel Santos guy might
0: be good. This is maybe yeah. too
3: deep in the MMA math,
0: but... No, I, I think good. he probably is good. Like, that whole gym has been doing... The ones with the blonde hair have all been, like, kicking ass lately.
2: Yeah. yeah Dave's uh, gym of the year so far. Yeah, I
3: think <laughs> you might be right, kind of. Even that loss to Manel Cop by Leonardo
1: Santos, that guy still looked kind of good. Mm-hmm. And Sorry, how, I read That fight. Probably-
3: yeah, the- <laughs> this is terrible, terrible podcasting. Where I just brought up a fight that I, you know, <laughs> think is hard to pick, and I don't have any conclusions on it.
1: <laughs> well, it, what, if you think what? this is terrible
0: podcasting, wait to see the bomb I'm about to drop. But, uh, <laughs>
4: okay, I'm so excited. About-
0: well, that uh, Austin, you got anything else on the undercard that's worth talking about?
2: I'll go real quick. Uh, Vanessa Demopoulos is probably going to lose against. Uh, uh, her opponent, uh, Murata, I think Murata is actually decent, whereas Bonopolis is uh, just kind of coasting off of the, uh, you know, jumping into Joe Rogan's <laughs> arms and uh, Michael Bisping's arms and, uh, you know, coasting on that fame. Uh, I think she's she's more of an athlete than she is a fighter. Good for her. Um, but um, Murata is actually a decent fighter. I'm going to pick Murata. As far as uh, Lang and Jody Munoz, Mm-hmm. I'm going to go with Orichi uh, Lang. I think Arichi Lang is um, one of those guys who's a get, got, or got kind of fighter. So I think he's going to got Munoz. And um, that's going to be a competitive uh, fight until someone goes to sleep or gets finished. And then uh, <laughs> Montella de la Rosa versus JJ Aldridge. I hate this fight because it's two women who I think are decent people. And probably are going to beat the shit out of each other. We're not going to get any further to either of them becoming a contender. But, you know, it is what it is. So I'm probably going to lean Montella De La Rosa for a a split decision. But the person who's got an actual
1: ability to finish the fight is probably Aldridge. Mm, Okay. Are you getting any thoughts on what he just said, Lem?
3: Um... That is all very interesting. I thought very briefly on the J.J. Aldrich fight, and yeah, I was kind of leaning to Montana De La Rosa too, but it, it kind of felt like J.J. should win, but I don't know. I couldn't find a way to come to that conclusion, so... You hmm.
2: might be, might be right. <laughs> that
3: it's, a, time,
2: it's, yeah, a it's, it's a hard fight. To, yeah, it's a hard fight to pick. I mean, you, it. you It doesn't matter. You're. You're losing you regardless.
0: Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, in the spirit of uh, terrible podcasting, I suppose it's time to circle back to the main event <laughs> that I completely forgot. Like <laughs> we just, <laughs> when I it, we just I the know, there <laughs> way down. <laughs> How did we do that?
1: Okay. <laughs> that's hilarious so
0: uh grant dawson he's on a hell of a streak fighting bobby green uh you know i didn't even realize that uh grant dawson had that draw with ricky glenn that kind of makes things more interesting but um i feel like bobby green's just taking this uh, fight for the money he wants to buy his kids houses and shit and I think uh, he sees himself as a, almost like a Nate Diaz fighter, where he can, he can just go in there and fight fun, and you know he doesn't really have to win, and the fans will still have his back. So I'm kind of expecting the Grant pokes you in the eye,
2: or you know headbutts you.
0: That was an accident, dude.
2: Nah, right. nah, you
0: don't throw a forearm and pretend that you didn't lean with your You didn't even have a warning. Like, that was, like, the first <laughs> what incident. What like, do you come on, I,
2: I could tell the difference between my elbow landing and my goddamn forehead landing. And he speared Jared Gordon. And then he also poked Tony Ferguson in the eye All
0: right. when he was you dropped. You can tell the difference right now. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. In the passion and the throes of battle, can you tell the difference? When that fucking addictive testosterone is pumping through your veins, oh my god! You're not going to be thinking clearly, man. You're not going to be just as Lord of the Pies, dude. You get the testosterone, just, like <laughs> adrenaline. Yes. All that shit. Dude, god. you won't be thinking it. clearly. It's a fight. Even totally champs make mistakes. Like John Jones, fucking kicked the guy in the head when he was on the ground. Like, come on, what are you doing, Austin? Yes. I'm just saying, man. I don't trust him to make a
2: decent decision. I also don't like uh, Grant Dawson just because he's 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 good, but he's not that good. And I I don't know, but at the same time, he's capable of actually beating a lot of guys in this division. I just don't like his chances against the top ten. So I'm gonna pick Grant Dawson to get a boring ass
0: decision. Interesting. Uh, how about you, Lem?
1: Um, I think his win against
3: Demir Ismagulov is good. Um, I most uh, that I was guess Demir I'm... off
0: retirement though, wasn't it?
3: Yeah, so it's like theoretically he might have been diminished or something. It kind of felt like he was diminished, but now in retrospect, since I want to pick Grant D- Grant Dawson, in retrospect, I've decided that Grant Dawson is just that good. <laughs> and his yeah, yeah. love wasn't diminished.
2: <laughs> oh god. Uh, Asterisk. <laughs> Asterisk is removed.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh
3: but also I feel like the style matchup, I don't I think Bobby Green could easily just get like wrestled or laid on, you know? So Grant Dawson oh, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. That's what I'm thinking will happen. That's what I assume. That was the bi- the biggest basis for my pick was that he wrestles.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think Bobby's actually got underrated defensive wrestling. and uh, I mean, normally I would pick probably Grant Dawson to win this fight, but Bobby Green is a boy. He's on my list, and uh, I got the ride or die fandom with him.
2: You so finger
0: poking head headbutt, son of a bitch. Dude, there wasn't even a stern warning. That's the last time I'm going to say just, it. I'm just saying, There's man, stern I don't warning. think you need a warning.
2: Did he do, in
3: order did he do to two headbutts head <laughs> no. he head in that fight? No. I need to rewatch that fight.
1: He literally was like, getting. He was no, which one do you want to talk
0: about, Dave? Which one do you want to talk about? Dave? kind of ducked into it. And then Jared Gordon. He legit fucking threw his head
1: into his temple. No, You're talking not. about Watch the fight. without so watching no. the
3: fight i'm leaning towards austin cuz i remember dave being like not believing in headbutts before when it was like a very yeah. clear headbutt
1: cuz like headbutts no, that's not
3: true
0: i've always believed in headbutts
3: <laughs> i think it headbutts way? <laughs> they they always look accidental but then if you you have to like think about what they're doing and if it's like they're like doing some weird action where it's like how could I have known that my head is connected to my body and would have connected with your <laughs> head kind of thing?
0: Well, I think he was throwing an elbow and the natural trajectory when you throw the elbow is for your head to come down like that. The elbow you know,
2: was nowhere near, Dave. He's not that <laughs> short.
0: Austin. You're <laughs> <The laughs> in battle. Like, come on. Holy
1: shit. Oh, my God. Yeah. Uh, All right. Sorry. No, I, I... No.
0: I suspect you both are going with Grant Austin. Yeah. Yes. Okay, and I'll go with. Also, oh, he Green.
2: killed. He killed Tony. I'm not going to go
1: for that guy.
0: Yeah. I don't know. Maybe Tony or, needs it. Maybe it's good for him.
1: No. Tony just yeah, needs no, to no, have t- a literal sit down.
2: No. To get no, actually, pulled. it's no. Good
0: for him because Tony wins that fight, and he's fighting a killer. Now he's fighting the easiest guy in the division. I mean, uh, thank you, you Bobby Green. You say this.
2: You should be thanking him.
0: <laughs> I just, I don't, and
2: I don't respect the fact that we're doing this right now.
0: <sighs> Interesting. Well, I'll take note of that.
2: I, I hope, I hope he gets smothered to death.
0: Nice. You want him dead? Great. Awesome. Well, he'll,
2: he'll, he'll lose anyways. That's as close as you'll get.
0: <laughs> yeah. All right, so that's pretty much sums up the uh, Bellator 300 and uh, UFC card. Is there any other fight news or anything going on in uh, mixed martial arts or anything that you all want to uh, address, uh, Lem?
1: Uh, nothing from me. Austin? Uh, did you want to bring up the uh, – I don't know. Dude, we already talked about it, right? The uh, What? You talked about it on the news earlier. New segment. What? The uh, testosterone that will kill you? No, he's probably talking about boxing. <laughs> uh,
0: Jake. Uh, yeah, Logan Paul versus uh, Mike Perry. Is that what you're talking about? Dude, we already talked about that whole thing, correct? I can't remember. It's a blur now. Yeah, is point. that what you're asking about? <laughs> yes. Yeah, we talked about that. Okay. Dude, your head is in the clouds all night tonight, dude. Like I am just <laughs> saying it.
1: That Unlike
3: Dave, is- who is <laughs> been fully focused.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my right. god, no. Alright, no. Well, I no, think that
2: no.
0: sums up the uh, Just Bleed Radio uh, MMA preview show for the weekend talking about uh, Bellator 300 and the UFC card. This has been Dave here with uh, Lem, if you want to say goodbye, Lem. Goodbye, Lem. Austin, <laughs> if you want to say goodbye, Austin.
4: <laughs>
0: uh, yeah, sure. Goodbye. No, you got to say goodbye, Austin. Play along. Oh. Again. Goodbye, Austin. All right. Great show. I think we got it. Yeah. This is kind of a fight that's been mentioned ever since, Pat, to uh, Cyborg. Er-
3: we already we went into this. I said what I think. I think Rona <laughs> <our> will <whole> win.
0: <laughs> I must have completely blacked out. Like I, don't know to,
4: I have no idea that that happened. Whoops,
1: <laughs> sorry.